So when we stop from our busy lives, where we're being somebody, doing something a lot of the time, then we're left with what's underneath that, what, what uh, quietly is driving us. Or maybe when we stop it's not so quiet, it might be screaming at us. So it's important to have a bit of time to see what that is. It might be a sense of achievement, or it might be um, some kind of old parental voice saying, you have to be a certain way or you won't be acceptable in the world. It might be saying you have to be perfect or you have to be important or successful. Or it might be saying, well, you know, you're just a hopeless case, so don't even bother trying. So it's important to know those voices. We have all kinds of different voices going on, and often they're happening without us really noticing. So they're quietly motivating us in our, in our daily life, and then we stop and we hear them. So as I was speaking about last night, it's important not to grasp hold of those voices and, and believe that they are who and what we are, but just to recognize this is conditioning. It might be the conditioning of our family or of our culture, but it's conditioning, it's not, it's not our true nature. So we're looking to find again the truth of who we really are in this practice of Dhamma. And there's room for the personality and the particular characteristics that we have and the, the particular way that each individual manifests in the world. There's room for that. We're not meant to all be the same. If you look at nature, it is amazingly creative and diverse. It's marvellous in its diversity and uh, creativity in, in, manif in manifesting in so many ways. So we're meant to you know, be different. But underneath the manifestation of the personality, there is that shared presence, awareness, beingness. Which is bigger than any of this, it's bigger than who we think we are, it's bigger than any thought or concept or feeling that we can have. It embraces and imbues everything in this world and further. So this awareness, this knowing is a refuge. So when we take refuge in the Buddha, we take refuge in one who is awake or that which is awake. 
awake to the truth of how things are. So this awareness is that awakenness, that knowing. And it is part of each of us. And it doesn't belong to any one of us. So as long as we're still tuned into the thought level and we're listening to all of that uh, frequency, we, we generally miss the bigger perspective. So we have this chance to settle the mind. It might be that the, the thoughts fall away or it might be just that we sit with them long enough to recognize that they're not worth giving so much attention. And we start to experience the bigger perspective. And one of the ways that we can help open our mind to the, to the greater perspective is to cultivate the, what's known as the Brahma Viharas, the divine abidings of mind. So there's a loving kindness or loving friendliness, compassion, appreciation and joy at the good fortune of others, and equanimity. So let's begin with uh, touching into the quality of metta. So the quality of metta is friendly, it's, it has an unconditional acceptance. It's not asking conditions to be right before we embrace them. It's being with what is fully, openly, kindly, So as you breathe in, just encourage you to breathe into the heart space. So you can feel that your lungs that fill with breath are surrounding the heart. And of course the physical heart is you know, slightly to the left and all that. But the, the heart center is in terms of the energetic heart. It's right there in the middle surrounded by the breath of life. I would suggest you take two or three deep breaths. Just recognize any tightness, contraction or resistance that there might be in the chest. And just breathe it out, breathe past it. Push it a little bit. If it's helpful, you can just touch your heart area. Put, a, put your hand or a finger just there just to help you connect and you can keep that as long as it feels helpful 
Breathing into that heart space, making room. And breathing out, letting go of any tension, resistance. So you can just let the breath move naturally, but keep that intention of opening, receiving the quality of loving-kindness, letting it fill you. So it doesn't matter if what you find is a lot of tightness, judgment, fear, criticism, let the quality of loving-kindness embrace all of that. Let it wash around those knots that our minds create, so that they're bathed in the quality of loving acceptance, loving-kindness, loving-friendliness. There's no problem. One of the qualities of metta is that it's limitless, boundless. And often when we, we look at our own hearts, we can't imagine how could our, this little heart be limitless and boundless. It's so limited. But just trust that quality. Take it in from the limitless source. Let it fill you. With each breath. Let it wash over the thoughts, maybe the thoughts of self, the thoughts of who and what I am that might be going on. Just let it wash over those like the ocean washes over the pebbles on a beach, tumbles over them, bathes them, makes them turn into jewels for a little while. and gradually wears them away so that they become one with the ocean. Just letting the quality of metta wash over us, wash through us. And even the most resistant, the, the hardest of stones are also bathed and tumbled and worn away by this quality of metta.
And just like the ocean, we have limitless time. We don't have to force anything to go away. We just have to take in that quality of metta and let it do its own work. So staying with this with each breath, just as though we're listening to the surf on the beach, the tides, the waves coming in and going out. Maybe you find your mind doesn't want to stay with this. You start getting into thoughts, maybe about why you can't practice metta, or about something completely different. So just notice that. It's a kind of self-sabotage. And come back to taking in that quality that is part of our true nature.
So in a minute or so, we'll move from sitting meditation to walking meditation. And I'd just like to encourage you to keep that same quality of mind, quality of heart, as you go outside, as you put on your coat and shoes and step outside. And uh, you know, with each step, as you're walking on, on the earth, keep that same quality of metta. <clears throat> And notice how the self likes to assert itself and take over, be centre stage. That's natural, it'll happen again and again during this retreat. But just keep on bringing in this quality of metta. So we gradually transform the power dynamic from our life being ego-led, that the ego is running the show, to the natural and wholesome qualities, being those which uh, are motivating our life, our thoughts, our actions. So it takes time. It's like a lifetime's work, but it's completely worthwhile. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.